Hello and welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, September 21st, I believe. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Yes, Daniel here. Welcome everyone to the podcast. Hope you guys are doing awesome. Tip top. We did it. What is it? What did we do? I popularized Cobra Kai enough that they're making a movie again. <laughs> oh, you, you did it. You yourself. Singular. Yeah, I mean... If I didn't watch those seasons while it was on YouTube, it would never have gotten on Netflix, which never would have gotten this popular for them to now revamp the movies. They like they were in the database looking up your user account. They found you. You watch the show like, okay, we have to make four more seasons of this. It's got to happen. Yeah. And it's gotten so big that Sony announced that they're making another movie. Wow. This would be in the news section, but it's not comic book related. So I have to bring it up now. So we're putting it at the forefront because it's a bigger news. <laughs> this is now Karate Kid podcast. Well, you got to get this out now. <laughs> I can't even wait for the news section. Are you, are you really genuinely excited or are you like, eh, we'll see what happens? Um, Reboots or whatever you want to call these, taking old properties. Yeah. Nostalgia boners. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say one out of four is like, I'm glad they made it. One out of four. Yeah. Is that accurate? And I will say, okay, Top Gun. This could be Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Whatever this next Karate Kid is. Top Gun level? Seriously? I mean, um, Top Gun Maverick was like, not only is it great that they redid it, but it's like a fantastic movie on its own. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I We have no idea as far as details, who's casted, who's directing it. Mm. You just know there's a reboot coming on. Uh, who, what celebrities kid can we get in this one now? Like, I think we it's don't a know. continuation. It's, isn't it a reboot? Like it's like fresh reboot? I don't know. I just know they're, they're, they want to continue the franchise is what they said. So it could be new, could be rough macho <laughs> right i was wondering is it gonna have the cobra kai vibe the straight up soap opera i'm talking at you this is the like it's I, not yeah, that i guess bit. it could be a reboot because i don't want the netflix characters to have a movie they have their own show already like also that vibe of show yeah you want it to be that no i want it to be like karate kid one and two yeah and parts of three let's have a reboot but have um oh i got it have ralph macho play the same character as <laughs> as the age of the first movie <laughs> like he's in college now? No, he's in. He's he's new in town. <laughs> Fresh <laughs> like just redo it. Yeah, it's same same actor. I have to recast me. No, I got I got the perfect story now. All right. Uh, everyone loves prequels, as proven by <laughs> Star Wars. We do the Miyagi origin story. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And then he gets trained by an American. <laughs> yeah, from New Jersey. Is? Yeah, I like that. That's how we learned his karate. <laughs> Uh, Sensei yeah. Daniel son. <laughs> I love it. Just do that. Okay, that could work. I mean, so we're back at his home country and he's training. We can have references to that friend in the second movie, right? Like they're Ryu and Ken, like learning from the oh, same master. Yeah, perfect. Right? Yeah. See, it writes itself, really. How this is I, not I writes it. I writes it. <laughs> I mean, talking about if like, how this is not already a movie before. Like this should have been done already. Everyone loves the Karate Kid. Everyone loves the first two, or the, at least the first one. But it's mm. it's not like it didn't have its tries of follow up movies, of sequels, of reboots. Even you know what? Say what you will about the Hillary Swank one. Yeah, I'll say that it's amazing. 
<laughs> the best one. It's it's just it had a hard follow up. Yeah, but it is okay. It's a fine, just whatever movie. It's not great. It's it's hard if you're comparing it to the Daniel San ones. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's kind of you know. I wouldn't also be mad now watching uh, Cobra Kai. Like, yeah, make the lead a girl. That'd be great. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not a big deal anymore. It's okay, Daniel. We could do that now. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying I I was denying it. I'm not, it's my namesake, okay? Do you do you know how much I've gotten Daniel Sons in my life? Really? Like, oh, hey, uh, Daniel Son, oh, come on! I used I to get uh, this ended probably outside of elementary school, but in elementary school I used to got a lot of uh, Christopher Columbus. What, really? Yeah. Cause, oh, because because they have the day off, and it's like, oh, Chris Columbus. No, because like there's this the only famous Christopher. All right, hey Christopher Columbus, why don't you yeah. direct in the Harry Potter? movie movie <laughs> is that guy christopher columbus the same uh i guess is that his name yeah i think okay. so the okay. only one i know is david yates he's the later ones he's a later one yeah okay but yeah damn daniel's got those recently again still like oh yeah let him, I let him go kinda cool I, I don't like it do you even wear white vans no never <laughs> slipped my foot in one before so keep your dams away from me all right <laughs> but the, the I would, I'm on board for another Karate Kid movie. It's obviously the hype is back because of Cobra Kai. I would say the the sequels afterwards yeah. did not draw up, you what, know, in to come back. What feeling. from your generation that has been rebooted? Would you want now a feature film? Has been rebooted because like what's been rebooted for your generation? Like I mean, it's a two Boy Meets World. Oh, good. Yeah, all right. I could. That doesn't need a movie though. It's a TV show at heart. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So what movie? So has what been movie rebooted? has now been rebooted into a TV show? That you would want to go back into the movie. Right. That they reboot on, on YouTube, they moved to Netflix. Yes. And Give me that specific answer. That long list yeah. of things like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, what what is in my freaking... Like, what, what's your Karate Kid? Like, a, maybe an inspirational movie from when you're a child. I just me- maybe reference it. Like, Harry Potter? Are you talking about, like, Harry not... Potter and Karate Kid? That's like what do you two, mean? Two, two different things. Yeah, because they're two different things. What do you mean? One Something like that's not fantasy. One a sports movie. And the other one's... Oh, I don't watch sports what's uh quidditch the quidditch okay. kid <laughs> i don't know if i'm talking about this on the podcast but in college yeah i got invited to a real life quidditch match like do hey do you want to do a quidditch thing where we're just like holding onto our brooms and throwing a ball at a hoop and they realize you're a muggle yeah a filthy mudblood <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and they walked away with their cane <laughs> So they're just running around with a broom between their legs. Yeah, I get it. Like, we're in college. We have freedom to do whatever, but this is what we choose to do now. <laughs> See what happens when you have freedom? That's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I honestly, I'm doing now, but <laughs> I was like, I'm too cool for this. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what what is there? I don't know. I mean, like, what sports movies did you watch as a kid? Because okay. there was a ton when I was a kid. Yeah, that was the sports are lame at that point. It's all <laughs> sports are lame. Like, what, no, like like Mike. Okay, yeah, actually, that that could be rebooted. I'd, I'd watch that. That's a movie I've watched countless times. Yeah. in a dentist lobby, like it's just <laughs> re- rerun everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Bow Wow's not doing anything. Bow Wow, I'm sure he could uh, come back as in you the know, bully Easter kid egg. in that movie is like a, a yeah. better actor now. Jesse Plemons, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's like 
<laughs> bringing some serious th- what if he's like a coach for a team or something now that guy uh-huh. that could oh work. like it's his redemption story oh he's redeeming himself for being a bully when he was 13 he, now he's a coach of a kids basketball team and it's all nerd kids okay this is like what like a little giants thing now no i was just doing cobra kai again oh but uh, right. yeah sure okay little giants let's do that that's more your generation to be honest yeah I'm, i got little giants mighty ducks um i would say heavyweights but that's not really sports i think it's pretty evident like my era of movies didn't have these sports things it was all fantasy because we had the cgi budgets now that's what it was that's you're the just, difference you're just not into sports they're happening are you into karate yes <laughs> <laughs> that I'm into, I'm into watching karate. Right. Okay. No, you're not even. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a a baseball little league movie with Keanu Reeves where he teaches. Actually, like, I do like that movie. See, there you go. Because yeah, it has like Biggie references. That was, those are kind of fun. right. There's Very one cool. where Adam Sandler goes to prison. Uh, was it Mr. Deeds? No, The Longest Yard. Yeah, it's a good movie actually. All right. There's but one that's a different vibe. Friday Night Lights, Varsity Blues. Was that your generation? No, because I don't think that's marketed for kids. They're true, not kids' yeah. movies. I guess it was my later time. Yeah, when you're like in high school or whatever, you'd watch yeah. those. Great Iron Gang, The Is Rock. Is that The Rock? Yeah. I've you, seen that movie. It's okay. You like that movie? Yeah, I, I guess so. Longest Yard, I've seen it a couple times, actually. I think we had the DVD. <laughs> uh, Drumline? I've seen that countless, oh, <laughs> infinite amount of times. <laughs> that's sports, right? Yeah. They're on a field. Okay. <laughs> When all the athletes are off field, that's when they're on the field. Though. Yeah, they're competing on a field. I think it's sports. <laughs> you know, they get so serious looking at each other, like watching that movie. Yeah. Do you think the the athletes that are there, like, okay, come on, guys, let's get out of the way. Get out of the way. We're here for one thing. Uh, is it? Um, do you remember the movie Bring It On? Yeah, I watched that for different reasons, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because like in that school, the cheerleaders, like they're higher in their competition than the actual football team is. Like the football oh, team's kind of bad. The team sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Oh man, I can talk about sports movies all day. There's I can so talk many. about cheerleading movies all day. <laughs> How many are there? I don't know. There's no There's no more in it, right? Is that's the uh, only... That's a, that's a whole series actually went on for like uh, like five movies, I think, actually. Yeah, but I think they like direct to DVD. Yeah, it's like the step up type of thing. All right. Uh, Justin Long in Dodgeball was a cheerleader. Yeah. So there's another cheerleading movie. Another sports movie. Too. Yeah. That's more a sport I can get behind, actually. Dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty sick with it in gym class with Dodgeball. We we didn't, I don't think we were allowed to play dodgeball when I was a kid. We Seriously? were like kickball and foursquare, and ah man, I ruled foursquare. Like like in like high school PE? Well, no, oh, like okay. fourth grade. Okay, you weren't allowed to play dodgeball then. Okay, yeah, I can understand that. But did you have archery in in any yeah, your physical? It was events? an option, but I never took it. Oh, it was an option? Like yeah. Oh, because I remember in um, high school, the way we chose it was like you have to pick a set. And each set already has like four assigned sports that you'll learn that year. So you can't really, like if you pick the set with archery, you also have to take like the other classes that are with that. There's like a flow chart to this whole thing. Kind of like, okay. yeah. Pick the group of sports you want to do. And I, I picked the the most common one, the net ones, which is like basketball. I think it was like tennis, badminton. Volleyball? And, and volleyball probably. So they just use the same net. They just move it up and down? Yeah, I think it was on the same Seriously? court too. Oh, okay. So it's like, you don't have to really go anywhere. We, I never got these choices in high school phys ed. It was just 
you well, did what the teacher told you to do. It's too bad for you. I got to do archery though. That was kind of fun. Like I felt like this is kind of bougie for PE. Were you good at it? Yeah. There was like um right. two people the whole stretch of the time we're doing it that got a bullseye. I was one of them. All right, Kate gotta, Bishop. Yeah. Get out of the way. Uh, well, yeah. I want to see your real archery skills one day. Maybe we'll go to some kind of class. I'm down. All right. Until then, why don't you explain how their comic book show works? <laughs> Here at the comic book show, Reader Copy Podcast, we split up in three bits. First up, we'll run down the comic book news that came in this week. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. And this time, we're talking about Cassian and K2SO for the new Andor show coming out. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories, but in watching, reading, any entertainment we've taken in this week. All right. Let's get into the news. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> what did we what did we do this time? Uh, we talk about it enough that Hollywood listens and they're giving Keanu Reeves another shot at Constantine. Because <laughs> Ke- uh, Keanu does not get enough shots nowadays. He's not getting no. his movies made. Let's get him back into the pop culture mainstream. He needs it. I mean, he's done, what, a bunch of John Wicks and then he rebrought uh, Matrix to the new generation. That's true, yeah. He's redoing Constantine and fingers crossed we're getting another speed movie one day. <laughs> Seriously? I want that. That could work as far as nowadays type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just redo Speed 2, but actually have him. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> Just superimpose him as modern-day Keanu in that 90s movie. Just replace that guy. Yeah, it'll work. <laughs> I think it's still uh, Sandra Bullock, so who cares? Right. I think Sandra Bullock would be down for that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the Constantine movie, which I always said was like pretty good. Yeah, it was, uh, I think, kind of hated at first, right? It's Yeah, because he is nothing like the character of the comic book. He's not blonde. He's not British. He doesn't have the uh, brown trench coat. Personality, honestly, is a big deal, too. He's not like this, you know, snide kind of hustler, huckster no. type character. He's, he's just Keanu. He's kind of a, actually more like a regular detective. Yeah. But the story was pretty good. Yeah. The, some of the um, effects were pretty, pretty good, too. Like really um, fun. Ahead of its time, I think. And um, I wonder if they'll do this. Do you think they're going to bring back Shia LaBeouf? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I would like them, too. I think they could. I mean, it's just, it's DC, right? Yeah. They're in a lot of, their main guy right now. Look, they are they know how to handle these guys, obviously. I think they don't. <laughs> Actually, I've been in points where they don't. So I think they're not going to want that whole mess because he's so in Hot Water 2 afraid, in They're not afraid of, it's like controversy with their actors. They don't care if their actors poop in their husband's beds. <laughs> <laughs> But Keanu, he's like a golden boy of Hollywood. He's like a good bet. Shia, I yeah. don't know. I don't. I'll leave it out. Shia's a good guy now. Oh, you think maybe Shia needs a Keanu in his life to like be a mentor, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was what? Uh, Tom Hardy for a while. Yeah. He talks like him, tries to look like him. Yeah. And then it was John Bernthal. Is that true? Because uh, they were in Fury together. And I think he really like looked up to him. Oh, okay. And then uh, yeah, maybe now it's Keanu. He's a, looking uh, He's looking for a father figure. He's yeah. the honey boy, right? Someone's got to drive Keanu around. And that's what he did in the first Constantine. Seriously? He's like his taxi driver. Huh? If that's the entirety of the role, that's fine. I guess have him back. But are you excited for this movie? Constantine sure. Keanu 2. Yeah. I mean, the first one had some great um, scenes in it with, um, what's her name? The one that played- Rachel Weiss. No, but the other actress that played- Tilda um, Swinton. Tilda Swinton was great in it. Oh, yeah. Rachel Weiss. I don't know if I need her character back in this one. I think her character was a big part of the first one. It I was lo- a big part. I loved it. I thought it was, she was great in it. I, I Honestly, I didn't admire the movie till maybe um, second or third viewings of it. The first time I watched it, I was like, I'm a little hard to follow because I didn't understand Rachel Weiss's story in it. 
Yeah. And that she was playing twins, but we only saw one of them kind of thing. Um, but then later, I grew to admire the movie a lot more. It's, uh, I think, a totally rewatchable movie when you kind of want that vibe of like um, a cult, mm-hmm. and, but still kind of thrilling in it. And uh, the spells and whatever he uses yeah. in it, it's kind of just fun, the kitschy, the mythology of it all. Right. Um, but I honestly kind of agree with the thing, like he's not really John Constantine. Sure. Yeah. I, um, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you're a Marvel super fan. You don't no. care about what DC does. It's like, do it. Who do I, why do I care? I'm saying like Constantine is not a character I cherish from the books. So if you deviate from that, I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. I, I, I get what you're saying. I think I'm a little bit on board. Like I like the John Constantine character yeah. in comics, what he's done in like Sandman and sure. okay, Swamp yeah. Thing. I'm yeah. on board with that. So again, Keanu is great. So this would probably be a great movie. The, the thing about it is the first one doesn't really connect to any other DC stuff, right? No. Yeah. So, so this one, maybe they don't have to either. So it's barely, it's Constantine by name only, really. Like just think of it as its own thing. Don't try to pull a, a thread to this, to the comic book. That's a good question. Is this going to be... Uh, a Joker type movie, a, a yeah. the Batman type movie, or mm-hmm. is this maybe the first step in their connected new universe? I mean, and maybe they'll lean heavy on supernatural stuff. Keanu Reeves is a big enough name that you know you might want to do that with. I also heard rumors that they might decide that um, Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to be the centerpiece of the new DCU and build around him. You th- they think that's seriously going to happen? Like Pattinson is on board with that, Matt Reeves is on board with that, and it's enticing um, enough from them. I bet to- they could convince them to do that, and maybe they will won't have to do it in the next one yet, but in the future. And um, I think that's a stronger decision than Constantine, than Keanu Reeves. I agree. I would say that move does make more sense tactically. But when I think about Pattinson and how he's a Twilight guy and he's had a deal with- He's way oh, past that. Come no, on. I think the stress of being the centerpiece is a bit getting to him. You know, All and he's right. like, I don't want to revisit hey, he's that. he's signed up for Batman. That's part of the deal. Yeah, it's a different move when you're the center of the whole Justice League, of the whole DC universe. When you sign up for Constantine, there's like 25 years in between each movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's got a job to do. He's protecting us from the underworld. (laughs) I, uh, I expect this movie to be, I, I hope it's more of the original and less like, hey, we're trying to fit this into DC stuff. Okay. Yeah. I, I would want that too. But um, I'd also want to see maybe them branch out a little bit and bring mm-hmm. some supernatural DC characters in. Okay. I think that'd be fun. Swamp Thing is a character that sure. can can have an entry, Zatanna. Maybe they'll make a Justice League dark movie and that'll just be oh, this wow. corner of it. Wow. Um, because this already is like, this is actually replacing something that was going to happen. There was going to be uh, just this, like dark thing with J.J. Abrams. Oh, so that, then that's not happening anymore? It's not happening. It's oh, it's getting okay. axed. So remember that? Like oh, we talked about yeah, a little while yeah. ago. He had all these plans to first make a Constantine thing and then make that branch out to Justice League Dark. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been nixed. It's been cut. I wonder if Zaz, the Zazlav, is seeing what they're get, gearing up to with Black Adam and how maybe that... I, I think that's going to come out pretty strong as far as ticket sales. Okay. Yeah. The and Rock. Maybe he's banking on big names. It's, that's their approach to movies now. He's just getting all the people that was in Fast and the Furious, those people that were in there. I think <laughs> yeah. Keanu's going to be in it soon. 
So he's just pulling up names that are like big, popular, who sells, right? Right. Whereas Marvel's doing the reverse. And I think Brie Larson's going to be in the next Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that seems like it doesn't fit to me, if I'm being honest. The, the whole macho Fast and Furious vibe and Brie Larson doesn't, doesn't mix to me. I, I don't know. Fast and Furious, it's already its own superhero universe. So there's a, a third, which is better than the DC universe right now. <laughs> She's just going to be Captain Marvel in the Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> Straight up. Um, do you want to this to be closer to the DC comics, Constantine, or more of like what we got in the first one? Well, I definitely don't want Keanu to try out an English accent. <laughs> you don't want that? Don't do that. You know, well, he did it perfectly in Dracula. Right. <laughs> Constantine kind of fits for characters to fight off Dracula's out there, but yeah. don't. Just have him be American. <laughs> he was already kind of cool in that and his vibe of like kind of stoic guy who'll go any lengths to whatever. I, I also yeah. don't know what story they're going to go with following up because mm. they've kind of dealt with his biggest story in the first movie already. Like yeah. Dealing with like the, I think the kid he sent to hell, right? Like Lucifer appears in it at the end. Right. So how are you going to up that? Um, I'm sure there's something out there, but so like, yeah, what other stories are? there maybe it might be have to be a recent story i don't know about yeah they could be using some other dc properties that are not technically superheroes maybe it'll be a books of magic type thing do you know that story Uh, i've heard of it are you into that Uh, i never really actually fell in love with it but it's kind of like the harry potter of dc could you imagine if constantine keanu reeves just goes to hogwarts and like (laughs) exercises all of (laughs) sorcery in there if he's in one of those movies he'd have to have an english accent so i don't think it's not gonna happen yeah i hope it's more like the original but i could see why warner brothers would want to connect us to other dc movies yeah i think he would it's just entry to i think bring up like more off characters you know mm. like there's other mentors in the books of magic characters they're like they're a lot like constantine in that they're just trench coat wearing supernatural people yeah so maybe just make it connecting universe that way more side characters i guess yeah i don't know if they announce when this is going to be happening or when they're starting production but uh i'm glad it's happening we talked about it a lot how much we like the original and uh we made it happen i am honest, i'm honestly sad i do kind of don't want this that really because yeah. it's going to taint the original no just because I think it did never really made sense for him to be a Constantine character. But you like, I like the, the other one. Yeah. Just let it lie. So maybe you're gonna like this one too. Maybe, maybe. It's still, it's still weird to me. It It'll be funny if, if in the first one, the whole time he was trying to be British. <laughs> That's how it came off. That's as good as he can get. It, it's like a some it work into the story. Like there's a spell on me. It made me American. <laughs> it made me get, get black hair. You know, <laughs> I don't have a smoking problem anymore. Whatever. Um, switching over to Marvel now. Uh, we know they announced their big phases coming up. Yeah, and it's all going to end in Secret Wars. Also, we call that. Uh, I called it me. <laughs> <laughs> There's some names attached to who could possibly direct some of these things. Yeah, I think we already knew uh, like Shang-Chi directors moving on up and going to be directing Kang Dynasty. Yeah. So now I feel like they're taking their proven directors and maybe want them for their bigger Avengers movies. And I think no one's more proven than Ryan Coogler. Yeah. I mean, he's his first Black Panther movie was just amazing. Like it's a right. big milestone. Um, this next one looks amazing like if it's anything like the first one it looks like it's gonna be i don't know how they do it without chadwick boson but it could be better it's gonna be a heart wrencher you know yeah the, the movie uh he's been known to handle a lot of people on set right it's like a big cast of characters right, so yeah. 
I'm assuming he has a full f familiarity with all the other Malva characters, considering they asked so much of him to do the like Infinity War and Endgame stuff when it comes to Wakanda yeah. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So perfect fit, I think. Yeah, I think uh, it's a good choice. Um, I think he has a different take than what like uh, Russo brothers would do. You think so? Yeah, I think uh, their style is is good and also like you know Endgame and Infinity War is great but I, I think Secret Wars needs to be its own thing it doesn't it can't just be like all the heroes in one big battle again so maybe this could be something else he his cast of characters are not all superheroes right in Black right. Panther it's exactly. a it's his family it's the outer community of different yeah. types of characters not super powered so when you're gonna have a Secret Wars and literally everyone's gonna have superpowers mm. how do they kind of stack up and the relationships build characters that don't know each other mixed matching conversations yeah. i think he's, he can figure that out put the puzzle pieces together you know? yeah but i also agree like i think he can do a good action set with a lot of people on a field you would think of wakanda it's a big open field of fighting yeah he can match that mm -hmm. i think you know yeah so i think it's definitely a good choice um obviously like kang dynasty and secret wars is going to be like a connection through line to yeah. them so he's probably gonna have to work with um what's this destin daniel destin daniel is that right creston <laughs> Justin Daniels. Does his name rhyme? <laughs> I don't know. But the guy, the director of Shang-Chi is who's probably doing Kang Dynasty. Yeah. They're probably going to have to work closely together and figure out what they're going to use. What works, how they're going to follow up. Yeah. How, how is uh, Kang Dynasty going to leave it for Kugler mm. to organize to make a big epic movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, is it still called Avengers Secret Wars? Yes, but I wouldn't be surprised if they changed it. Just dropped it later on? Yeah. Because I think that Avengers now in the, it's just to sell tickets. Like, hey, this is the movie with all the characters, even though maybe we're not in the movie. Maybe the, the group is not called the Avengers. You know what I want? You know what I mean? Oh, the title? Yeah. It's just like, this is the big event movie. So if you don't, like, if you're going to watch a movie and spend your money spend it on this one. Oh, just as the brand recognition yeah it's, it's just that's all it is so like you know obviously by then Fantastic Four will be there um, I think like the Guardians will still be around with Adam Warlock now so like who are the Avengers right now it might not be anybody alright you know I, what I mean po yeah I mean like the characters in Infinity War and Endgame some of them were they ever instated as Avengers but they're in the mix like Doctor Strange <laughs> Doctor well, Strange says he never was <laughs> was he ever get the initiation Get, no. get hazed by Tony. The only one was Spider-Man that got included, and now he, no one knows who he is. Right? <laughs> He's booted out of there. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, well, there's new characters that are going to be, I'm imagining, are Avengers. Mm -hmm. The She-Hulks, the Daredevils. Uh, who decide? Like, back then, it was like Tony Stark and Captain America decided who could be an Avenger. Right. Now, who's like, who's to say they can be an Avenger if them themselves is not an Avenger? Like, who's highest ranking right now? Is it like freaking uh, Ant-Man? <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like the highest ranking Avenger? He's making decisions. I mean, Bruce is like out in space, right? I guess He's it's like Bruce or like Rhodey maybe Thor yeah. is not gonna do it maybe, maybe yeah Rhodey is uh, playing politician with that suit he's wearing <laughs> yeah. he's trying to uh, make himself look bigger up in the organization I don't know if anything like I think the Thunderbolts are gonna be a team yeah and then maybe something happens where, like with them that's like we need to bring the Avengers back <laughs> 
they kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> we got to heal from this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it, it is getting like the boy band reunion type thing uh-huh. where like there was no Avengers for the while. Yeah. Avengers no more. You know what I was thinking about? Because you know how there's like the trinity of Avengers from the first uh, Infinity Saga. Sure. And how Cap, you know, had to retire and, and Tony passed away. Thor lives for 1500 years yeah so his time as an avenger compared to his lifetime is like a week (laughs) right in comparison yeah in comparison so it's like like these guys it's like their whole life is being an avenger for thor is like that was a fun weekend Well, I mean, yeah, if you think about it, he's also still the most immature. So <laughs> In it's a way, like, yeah. It doesn't really... So I, I just say, like, it's no wonder he didn't die or move on. Because, like, this is, like, nothing... Like, Ultron was, like, not a big deal to Thor. <laughs> I think uh, when I think of Thor, I think of him as, like, a goldfish. He only remembers the last five minutes. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Thor. So it's like, it's yeah, maybe he's super old, but he's not wise. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, that's why he didn't pass away or retire in, in, in Endgame. Or yeah, well, yeah, he's a god. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying like, Tim, this is not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Let's make another Thor 4. Why do yeah. we not? Let's get this bag. There's going to be a Thor 5 probably. Yeah, I think so. And it'll probably be in the other Avengers movies. I think they might have to, maybe, could they replace him? Have a different... Different actor's Thor? I don't, I don't think. A different Hemsworth? You've already, he's already practiced his younger brother? No. It's not going to work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, this... Sugar Wars. It's 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 obviously like the the peak of this whole thing. I mean, if this also lends to us it, telling us that Black Panther two is not gonna, not a disappointment. If they're right, you know, they already pick him up probably for the next love movie. it internally. Yeah, but what it does tell me is we're either gonna get a different director or we're gonna have to wait a long time for Black Panther three if that does happen. Yeah, because he's not gonna be directing both at the same time. Yeah, so we either get another director, a la like uh, Iron Man. Iron Man three was a different director than the first two. Or, you know, it's not going to be till after Secret Wars. I think it could be the position where we're not going to get a third just because of the whole situation. This is just the second is the follow up. They have to clean up things as far as timeline goes. Um, mm. And it might, they just might not get a third movie since he's doing well, Secret Wars. The mantle is passed down, right? We know there is going to be a Black Panther. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing with Captain America. That mantle is passed down. And we're kind of getting a fresh new. Uh, quote unquote franchise from it with Cap Four, New World Order. Yeah. Versus Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> well he's on that team, the Hollywood Hogan, yeah. But who's the other ones? Steve Nash? <laughs> Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Okay. Razor Rumble. And then everyone else. Because by the end there's like the whole the roster was on the NWO. The first connected universe. Right? The first Avengers. Yeah, okay. that was the secret war because we really thought that one wrestling group was messing with the other one. Wait, they literally had a civil war in the timeline, like was in it, the story? It was a secret invasion, really. That's what it was. Really? Yeah. Oh, what? There were scrolls? Do you know what, do you know what happened? Yeah, I, I kind of know that they was they were like a big, just like it got rowdy where there's so many of them. No, but why, like the initial, how it started was uh, these two guys, their contracts ended with W. WWF, and the next week they showed up on WCW, but everyone knows them from WWF, so they think they're still there, and they started like messing up their set and stuff. So in turn, like as a viewer, you think, "Wow, one group." It's like that. It's like a bunch of NFL players came and messed up an NBA match or something. Like <laughs> a totally different sport. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like right, that's right. what it. As a viewer, like. 
whoa, they're taking it way too far. Look, this is getting real now. Yeah. It's getting personal. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> right. Because that's what happened. <laughs> But obviously that's not what happened. Um, they had their contracts with one ended and they signed with the other one like immediately. And then they went, when they appeared there, they appeared as if they're still with the other group. Like the storyline continued. Yeah. Just in this other company. No, they made it, they made the play, the story as if they still work for the other company and the other company sent them to mess us up. Yeah. 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 They just continued this. <laughs> I think we're on the same page. No, here. they didn't continue any story. Oh, they didn't? No. The, the story started there. Oh. Uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same characters, right? Like it's the same, like they're still called. No, they're not. They're not? Oh. No, because they can't do that. Is but, that their, it's their name? They can't use it? No, the group owns their name. Even their names? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so they had totally different names on this other... They went by their real names. Oh, which okay. Which is, you know, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sam Wilson. This is... <laughs> Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, my bad, guys. I was brainwashed by the Russians. <laughs> that's why. That's why I uh, joined the NWO. <laughs> we gotta put his hand in the vice right now. Talk to him. Get his head straight. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Secret Wars is gonna be great. <laughs> Uh, again, we did it. Yeah, <laughs> we brought back another character from the past. This is a character that you kept talking about. Yeah, I just like this this little peak of a character that we everyone kind of forgot about. Leader. Yeah, he was uh, featured in the Incredible Hulk movie. I decided to forget about him. I think the whole world did. <laughs> I didn't want to think about him at all. Uh, it was a little Easter egg for a movie that was supposed to never have a sequel, I guess. Because yeah, shift in uh, well the whole industry. I whole guess thing got bought out. Yeah, yeah. So. We're not going to another do a Hulk movie. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson, the guy playing this character, had some drops spilled on his head. And his head got big. <laughs> I just remember that scene because he's on the ground and he has like cut on his head. So the, yeah. the serum or whatever is spilling into his wound. Gamma rays. And he's just like, ooh. <laughs> he's smiling. Like he's getting smarter. He's tingling. Yeah. Well, he's going to appear now in Captain America 4 as the leader. Okay. So that's out of nowhere, to be honest, for me. Yeah. Because it's like, he's this guy with a big head and green. Mm-hmm. It, when I think of Captain America, just the general brand, I think of more ground-based things. I guess, you know, like Winter Soldier, he's just a guy sure. that has, you know, metal arm. Yeah. But it's more like extreme, like straight up like well, the- comic book stuff. <laughs> I feel like they are taking stuff that people forgot about from movies long ago, which is weird to say about comic book movies. Long ago, yeah. And um, kind of like bringing them back. So like, you know, Thunderbolt Ross came back in Civil War. Yeah, right. We know Blonsky is now back in She-Hulk. A leader is like another option. Uh, one character that could come back is um, Liv Tyler's character. Betty, Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross, yeah. yeah. She also... Wasn't she like um, George Washington's wife? <laughs> <laughs> Did she like make the American flag? Yes. Same uh, character. She could come it's back. Canon. It's canon. <laughs> she, she could come back in Captain America 4 yeah. make a flag. Wow. She makes his new costume. She like sits at the rocking chair and <laughs> makes it nice. Uh, but yeah, now that, you know, Natasha Romoff's out of the picture. Oh, right. Some interest back. All right. Uh, this leader character though is like, what's his take going to be now? Is like a maniacal evil genius? I don't know. My my thing with Hulk movies is like they're all seem to be like government experiments and then used by the government. So maybe he's like a mega mind oh. for the government that the government thinks they can control him, but really he has his own plans. Maybe something like that. Yeah, I mean it could. It's kind of in the vein of of um, Zola, right? The, the sure, right? Where he's right. like. 
Um, obviously an enemy first, and then we're trying to use him, but then he kind of ekes his way in navigating people right. under him, really, yeah. behind the scenes. I don't really know the leader well in the comics. Me neither. But it, it's cool to see old characters come back. Just like of this like forgotten age of comics, or before my time, I'll say. Yeah. Right? It's kind of weird ideas. When I think of like Fantastic Four villains, it's kind yeah. of like this maniacal bad scientist. Yeah. The, there's definitely kind of like a theme going on with Fantastic Four villains. Right. Right, and I leader like think fits in that. Yeah, but it's the whole thing of brawn versus brain thing with the Hulk and him. Yeah, you think Anthony Mackie is going to be good as a Captain America? Like we saw a little bit of him at the end of the series, but like a full fledged movie. I think he could fill the shoes of Steve Rogers. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. Like it's a different like power set. Like he flies. Yeah, the as far as action stuff, that's it's really cool having the wings and the shield. Yeah, but it's like that speech he had at the end of the series. It was like right. not that powerful. I know um, the character of Isaiah Bradley is going to also appear in this. He is? Yeah. Oh. Um, the His buddy, the military buddy is going to be coming back. At, and I think he's going to be the new Falcon character, like like in the comics. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the new one. And then um, they're introducing a new character who's like an Israeli superhero. Uh, Sabra, I think is the name. Oh, I'm not familiar. Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're really expanding the universe with this. And having Isaiah Bradley back in this, it's almost like guaranteed uh what's his name uh the patriot kid whatever his name is uh super boy yeah uh soldier boy soldier boy yeah. yeah whatever his name is young avengers kid it's almost like a given now yeah i think so i mean uh give him a sidekick give him another sidekick yeah and just to have the young avengers eventually form all right yeah yeah i wonder if it's gonna be the same actor from uh the tv show does yeah it need to be it does yeah you're right it doesn't need to be but it could be yeah uh I don't, new world order like the title what do you think the vibe of is gonna be is it gonna be another like where hydra takes over and they've been in the whole time thing and then rehash that because new world order i'm not i can't put together what the story's gonna be maybe that's yeah, a good I, thing I don't, yeah i don't know yet obviously i think it's gonna be about the whole world a global thing yeah maybe what what captain america represents to the rest of the world because like of course here in the u.s it's like he's the leader of the avengers he's front lines but like in the rest of the world, like does anybody care about a Captain America? Yeah, what's in his title? Straight yeah, up. yeah. I think um, I think in other movies it kind of shift the Captain America character out of the spotlight in right. marketing. Yeah, literally. Definitely. Like, who cares about Captain America in China? Right. Exactly. In in um in Disneyland Paris, they opened their like Marvel themed area and they announced all the characters one by one to come out. And like first one was like Iron Man, right. um, Black Widow, Hulk, Thor. Captain America was like towards the end. Really? He's he's C tier. He, he was, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, what does America mean to the rest of the world? That's right. maybe the question they're dealing with. We already had a bit of that in the show, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, maybe it's deeper. Maybe it's going to be deeper than the show because it was not the best Disney Plus show, to be honest. Yeah, I like I like some of the things that was said in it. So maybe it's going to be more of that. But uh, I am excited to see more of Sam Wilson as Captain America. Yeah, yeah. New World Order. I think the whole vibe is the same as in the comic book storyline. Yeah. All new, all different. All oh, right, yeah. So it's leaning into that of like a different aspect to everything. Do you think America. 
when we see the leader, will he look like his comic book character, which is like green with a giant head? I think he's gonna look like um similar skin color with like green, like maybe maybe his head does still like kind of grow and shrink a little bit, like you know, like it's like pulsating. <laughs> okay. And then it shows like a little bit of green. That's what I I imagine to me. You don't want him to just be all green. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I, maybe the Hulk is proving me wrong already, where green can work, but it's weird look. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing it. Uh, <laughs> speaking of big heads, we got our first look at Modok, who will be appearing in Ant Man three. It was first appeared like usually it's like toys or like a Lego set. This is on like a t-shirt or something? Yeah, just like a little merch leak that got out there yeah. for Quantumania. I wonder how accurate this will be because it's on a t-shirt, so it's not like a photograph. Yeah, it's just a graphic really of yeah. the new design. It's a shift from his comic book look, maybe even a different from the TV show. It, um, how do you describe it? It looks more Almost, cybernetic? Yeah, like it's not like a face, a big face. It's more like a big, like, robotic face, maybe. Yeah. I, he is like an organism that's made in a lab at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And then so maybe they have to equip him with more armor to make him look, to cover him up, I guess, to make it look believable. Yeah. But he's just like a Mr. Potato Head, right? Yeah. That's, that's what the problem <laughs> after, I guess. I don't know. But... My well, thing is, I bet... What if he's like a regular human, right? Yeah. And it is an Ant-Man movie. So he used the Ant-Man powers and it works on all of his body parts except his head. So everything shrinks. <laughs> It's so like like it's like Nanny Professor type thing where like different parts of him grow. <laughs> okay, different shape changes or whatever. Uh, the Modok thing, I, it, maybe this is like from something else, like a drawing, like a animated spinoff. Yeah, it could be like that. Like Quantumania, the Disney XD TV show. You know, <laughs> not the movie, but I'll believe it more if I saw it on like a, a picture of like a playset. Really? Do you have more? Like Legos or something like that. Yeah. I'd believe that more. Or like on a movie theater popcorn bucket. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. Yeah. But on this t-shirt, because it's like a silkscreen graphic that's just all yellow, I, it could be, it could look different than what he'll look like in the movie. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm just thinking like this look of him, it looks just like big eyes and barely any skin, like barely any yeah. face. So it looks less real. Well, let me ask you, how would you design him for the movies? Would you go the route of making him look more like a realistic human face or robotic to fit in an Ant-Man movie? In an in a MCU movie? Yeah. I would not have him in the movie. <laughs> Because it's just like a weird idea for a guy, for a character. Maybe it's like just the cold open for the movie where he's just the beginning villain or whatever, like yeah. just a problem to deal with. But I kind of don't like the idea of Modok, to be honest. Yeah. He's so weird looking and I get I get it. He's creepy, but it's kind of like a joke. He is. Yeah. And it is a funny movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's what they're going for with all the Ant-Man movies. We know Kang is the real villain of, of Ant-Man 3. Yeah. So much so that he's going to take on the whole Avengers team. But Modok, you think he's like partnered with Kang or something or? really just like a side thing i think he's really just a side thing he's more linked to aim and right when you yeah. talk about aim this organization sure it's a big organization but when you're talking about multiversal level what does he care about this little you yeah, know science true. experiment yeah volcano yeah paper, paper machine volcano yeah. the guy the more i think about it the more i think it's better that you go like a cybernetic look a robot look than 
seeing just a big person's face like that with small limbs it would look totally weird what i'm saying is like you barely see any face you just get all lips this drawing of it <laughs> so that's throwing me off he's like puckering up yeah uh i'll wait to judge till i get a better look at it you don't believe this yet okay it's not that i don't believe it it's just like i, I can't judge i this might be like a partial look it's only one color yeah right, so right. a photo might make it look better but um yeah i'll, I'll wait till i see it for real uh i'm not gonna like it but yeah. i'll wait i'm already yeah i kind of already don't like the idea of having a modok in the mc it's so weird i get it it's comic books but yeah. they have some realism to the movies do you want Patton back for this thing it kind of makes sense but well Patton's already um oh the agent uh, he, no, oh, he, oh he's, he's a lot a, of things he's a uh, with star fox right i forgot the sidekick's name he's like an imp is yeah. that what it is like a hobbit yeah yeah i don't know uh, modok whatever do away with him that's my my votes but uh we'll just let you guys know there's leaked images of him for Ant-Man 3 um some movies are still getting delayed and now the timeline is kind of like confusing so i wanted to like try to at least line up the movies the way they're coming out chronologically yeah okay lay it on me so we know a bunch of movies are coming out but i want to go all the way up to um, November of next year. So like a little more than a year from now. Mm-hmm. The movie coming out then is Blade, right? Really? It's already? Oh. Yeah, so next year. Hmm. And then originally there was like an unnamed movie to come out from from Disney MCU there. So far the name of the movie is not released yet? Yeah. But now that unnamed movie is moved. <laughs> okay. So initially we were set for September or February. Yeah. But the Sony Marvel movies, which are Spider-Man characters, have also moved. I'm talking about Craven and Madame Web. So now Craven was supposed to come out in January of next year. Okay. Now that's going to be in October. So it's going to be Craven in October, Blade in November, and then February of 24, the following year, is going to be Madame Web. All right. Okay. That's, that's what we have to look forward to. Yeah. And then... Then it'll be, um, I believe, Captain America 4, and then Thunderbolts, and then the unnamed movie from Marvel that got moved, and then Fantastic Four. Okay, that's a lineup we have to look forward to. This uh, untitled movie, do you have any idea of what it could be? Um, If that's going to be in 2024, somewhere late 2024, um, some people have guessed it might be Deadpool 3 already. Yeah, right. Because I think they held stuff back, right? When that whole like calendar of movies, Mm -hmm. they had some spots that we're not going to name these movies yet. Yeah. People were thinking it's Deadpool 3 because they didn't want to announce any mutant stuff or messiness of what you can expect from the timeline because he's from a different universe. Uh So I think it could work there. Um, I'm trying to think of what other sequels could come up. But I know I heard, um, I was thinking Shang-Chi, but I heard that's actually eyeing a 2025 release. I read the sequel, the second movie? Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of far away. Yeah. Fantastic Four already? Well, Fantastic Four is right after this unnamed oh, one. Oh, that was announced already? Yeah. Okay. That has a date already. Okay. And uh, you don't want to lean on any mutant movies yet, right? You're thinking? I, it could be, but I, I don't know how you start that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who are you going to entry first? Right. I mean, do you think, well, no, this is an MCU movie because I was going to say it could be in the next Spider-Man already, but I doubt it. It could be... Really? That's, I mean, we we had a big question mark at the end of that last one. Yeah, but I we mean, this is a, it's a Disney movie, this unnamed okay. one. Okay. Not a Sony movie. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what else it could be. Like Guardians 3 is it's going to end that franchise. You really believe that? I really like the Guardians. I just wanted to stick around forever. I mean, it could... They could have different variations of yeah, the whole team. The roster might change. 
change. Right. You could have Nova. You could have some of the recent characters that are on the team. Let, let me ask you this. If I feel like Drax is done. Yeah. Dave Bautista already said, like, this is my last one. Let's say he leaves, Chris Pratt leaves, and um, Zoe Zeldana leaves. Would you still want to see the next group of people that could be Guardians? Like, what if it's Rocket Raccoon and Groot and Adam Warlock and, like, Nova? I forget about Mantis. She's still there. No, you could do uh, Mantis. She, she yeah. is kind of like the side character that barely talks. Yeah. Do you still want to see that movie? Yeah, if we're entering other <laughs> new movies, other characters. What if we throw in a, like uh, Captain Marvel in there? No, don't do uh. that. <laughs> I'm talking about Guardians characters like that are other like Moon Dragon, right? Quasar, okay. the Thing, Venom. Let's not do that. Tony Stark. This was after those. Are, those are on the Guardians at one point. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Do that, sure. Actually, <laughs> these characters are fine. Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, a freaking Kitty Pride. Uh, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the Guardians at one point. We have to have a Star Lord, right? Major Victory. Major Victory. Yeah. These are the. Um, who's the one that's like. Uh, Jack Flag. Jack Flag. Who's the guy that has. Is it like Firefly or something? The one that's like what? shifting. Remember like shifting different uh, versions of himself? Because you don't remember that one? The, the one no. that was like blue with like gold. I forgot the character's name. Dang it. Um, Starhawk? Maybe it was Starhawk. I don't know. That's a Sylvester Sloan, right? In Guardians movies. Yeah, but come on. Like he was not <laughs> in the costume. He's gonna be in the next one. Do that. Fine. <laughs> Have you heard about his his superhero thing? The Samaritan. Yeah. What is up with like Hollywood just just throwing money and anything that's superhero adjacent, even if it's not a fan you know loved thing. I mean, it is the thing right now. It's back in the day it was westerns. Now it's this. Yeah. So they're they're just biting at the you know sure. heels of these things. Yeah. Luke Wilson has a superhero thing coming out too that looks bad. It's what kids want Ugh, don't do it <laughs> listen to me listen to me i mean look at all these movies that are coming out that we just talked about and they're all superhero things yeah the properties everyone's everyone loves that we are sure bets you know like we, we're talking about a movie that we don't know what it is yet it's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about like when it comes out in relation to other movies. I don't even know what this is yet. <laughs> I'm going to love it. <laughs> uh, who knows when we're going to watch these things. I'm kind of bummed that Craven is delayed. All right. Yeah. That's, that was going to come out in January. Now I have to wait a whole nother year. Honestly, the the whole Madam Web thing we talked about, it's got mm-hmm. me a little bit more interested. Uh, some of the people in that movie are talking about it now. Uh, Emma Roberts yeah. is talking about it. It's like, it's a crazy idea. Uh-huh. All right. All right. You have my interest at least. Well, we'll see when those movies come out, if they get delayed again. Hopefully not. But until then, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Just look us up in your podcast app. Hit that follow to get all these news um, details every week. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast. You'll get some more uh, info about all these comic book stuff there too. I'm excited for Andor, the TV series coming to Disney Plus. So I wanted to do a comic book about it. This is uh, Cassian and K2SO. I think the Disney Plus Star Wars series are, it's like batting 500 right now. Sure. It, Do you know what that means? Batting, yeah, I know. It's like half. Yeah. Like half of them are good. Half of them are bad. Yeah. So Obi-Wan, I feel like they didn't need to make that show. If that's the story they're going to tell, they don't need to make it. You know, yeah. Looking back, they don't really need to. I think they were just having fun with characters. We know already. Yeah. What they did with Boba Fett um, made me like the character less. I think it was a sham. It was a disgrace. I have it. liked, he was my favorite character until he got his own show. <laughs> <laughs> 
We don't want to see a face. Keep it in the helmet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yet the Mandalorian season one and two, I feel like, are phenomenal. Two only got better than the first season. Yeah, I agree. The D twenty three announcement for season three has got me hyped up a yeah. lot. Yeah, but uh, I do have high hopes for the next show, Andor. I think it looks like the Star Wars I like. Uh, it has elements of Rogue One, which I like, and uh, I do like the actor, uh, Diego Luna, right? Yeah, famous for his role in Terminal, a great movie. I love okay sure yeah all right um <laughs> uh, did you like rogue one is that high on your list of star wars movies i think it's uh actually not i don't i don't think it's just exactly middle for me oh really I just cut down the middle i think oh, that's batting 500 yeah i think I, I kind of like you know i like this originals i, I like the sequels too even they're grew to be kind of bad so mm-hmm. this one's kind of in the middle of all of them okay um the show it's coming out this week uh it's coming out with uh three episodes dropping the same first night so i i think that's a good sign yeah i, I guess they they want to pull in the the audience right away yeah i think they need to get you hooked right away because um was it was it um obi-wan and miss marvel i think started at like the same time which made it kind of like i didn't care about obi-wan as much as i maybe would have oh because miss marvel was better, better. <laughs> you're comparing <laughs> it to something literally okay yeah i'm wondering if um that says they are confident in the show and maybe yeah. they'll have more of this era of shows it does just overall look better there's a lot of like more, it looks like the budget is higher for this for some reason. If I'm being honest, like I'm going to each of these shows with zero expectations, like zero good or bad, yeah. just because to protect my heart now. Because I kind of thought, I thought Obi-Wan was going to be awesome. Like the visuals I thought were really good already. Uh-huh. And it just felt like the, it was passable. Fool me once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think because Obi-Wan had a really big name as the lead, Ewan McGregor, their budget went to that? Oh, no. Well, may- maybe that they did need that just to get him back. I wonder if uh, Hayden Christensen had <laughs> a big payout. He volunteered. Like he, he, <laughs> he was already there. <laughs> he was just lingering. He brought in his own Darth Vader suit. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, you want me to mess it up? This is kind of expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I paid a lot for this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I my hopes are high for Andor, so I wanted to do a book about Andor uh, and one of my favorite characters from Rogue One, which is K2SO. Yeah, yeah, a pairing of the, the two, yeah. Yeah, this book it has a long title. It's Star Wars, Rogue One, Cassian, and K2SO. So there's like two semicolons in there. Jeez, okay, just naming all the characters. Also, it's an annual, so it's only a one-shot issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This was published in August of 2017 uh, by Marvel. And it's kind of just like, here's a story of how your two favorite characters met. Good point. Okay. It's a yeah. cute. <laughs> if it's kind of uh, the solo, you know, the, the movie sure. solo. I forgot this. about solo. How, how, what's your opinion on that show, that movie? Where does it land? Looking back, you've seen it once, right? Because I've only seen it yeah, once. I've only seen it once. It's mostly bad. <laughs> yeah. There's, if, if we were to say like, oh, this still or this concept art from Solo, I might like those things. Oh, really? Yeah. Like some of the imagery and some of the costumes look pretty cool in Solo. But as a story, and unfortunately, um, I didn't really like Donald Glover as Lando. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I yep. don't, I don't like the f- main three characters. I kind of did. If I think about each individual thing, I didn't like it. Well, yeah. Pretty much. If I think about the movie, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the bottom for me. But I, I thought the visuals did look cool. But I thought, did you say like, this is not Star Wars to me when you first watch? Because it's very CG compared to... 
I guess what we knew at the time what Star Wars was. But um, you know the the, the group that they're fighting of like yeah, that was oh. forgettable. No, but the, their costumes look kind of cool. Yeah, and it turns yeah. out they're like young kids, and that kind of ruined it for me. Like uh, they look not intimidating in the end. Then so it's mm-hmm. you know what's unfortunate is like Amelia Clark. I don't know if I like anything she's in outside of Game of Thrones. Uh, I've never seen her Terminator. I, mean, I never will. It might be the best one. You never know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's gonna be in a uh, Marvel still. Yeah, I yeah. hope that's gonna be good hopefully um this one we're only doing one issue it's only an annual so it's a pretty short story but pretty interesting nonetheless it is by writer i'm gonna butcher this name Dwayne swarzynski i think it's a good try it's a good try uh, we'll get him next there's time, a though. czy all in one together so I, how do, I don't know that's as good as i can get uh, and uh, artist Fernando Blanco. Okay, yeah. Uh, Dwayne, the writer, is actually... <laughs> Dwayne, the writer, Justin. <laughs> Dwayne, the writer, Straczynski, yeah. is actually known more for writing um, novels. Okay, yeah. But he writes crime nonfiction novels. Oh, like, um, you're saying like true, true crime. True crime True novels. crime, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's written a bunch of those and then he's tried to, he, not just tried, he has written fictional crime novels, but I think he's more famous for the non-fictional crime novels and then working on comic books. Okay. I think I've seen this name before. Do you know if he's worked on other Star Wars stuff? Possibly. I think I've seen, um, Dwayne Storzynski. I'm going to give it a try also. I think I've seen him in maybe Star Wars spinoff stuff like this before. Possibly. I, I know he's worked, um... For Marvel, he's done for like Moon Knight, Punisher, Cable, um, and some X Men stuff, and I think it's mostly like annuals, like one shot stories. When you say Moon Knight, that's probably where I saw his name. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then for DC, he's also done like Birds of Prey, Batgirl, Poison Ivy. Um, I think he's written a movie now, so I oh. think he might be into screenplays now, but um, mostly known for those crime dramas. All right, okay. Traditional books. Yeah. Mm. Non picture books. What? Maybe I wouldn't want to see those pictures. <laughs> the artist, Franco Blanco, did this book. Yeah. And that's all I could find out about him. <laughs> and he disappeared. <laughs> Blanco. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like um, with that name, he could, he could draw... Um, Diego Luna just straight up looks like that character in this book. He, yeah. You know, he looks like the character. I can hear his accent, the way he's drawn. <laughs> I was going to say, the way I read the book, I had to read it with the accent. Yeah. Because I know how he talks in Rogue One. I am Diego Luna, also known as Cassian Andor. <laughs> Now, this is kind of like a prequel, of course, to Rogue One, because if you've seen Rogue One, you know how it ends. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but he is part of the rebellion at this point. I think this is actually would take place right before Rogue One. So maybe like even after the events of the show, possibly, if this is still canon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Which I, I actually hope this is not canon to the show. I want to see um, a better, not a better story, but a different story for how he met K2 in the show, hopefully. Oh, you want it that that's actually part of this, the, the story of the show? Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool, I think. Yeah, an entry. Okay. Yeah. Um, but now, at this point, it's before Rogue One. He is part of the Rebellion. He's like a captain in the Rebellion. And he's sent on this mission to go to this planet. Uh, uh, this planet is called Waco. Wikako? Wikako. Wikako? That's my try. 
Um, and he's there to like get some data from the Empire computer system, whatever that's there. Intel. Intel. And to do this, he's brought um, these twins with him who are, I guess their specialty is gathering intel. Um, so they're like really smart, but they don't speak. Yes, they are alien twins. Yeah, they're, they're purple. Purple. They have like uh, purple hair, purple everything, uh, green eyes. So, you know, they're weird looking and they don't talk. They just don't say any words. Yeah. Um, in fact, they, they communicate. Their name is um, Kurtas and Rizmore. Of course it is. <laughs> they uh, they don't really speak. They communicate through scent. Smells. Yeah. yeah. So when they have something to say they'll just utter out like emit a smell out in the world and, and the other one can translate that into what they're trying to communicate maybe they understand each other but andor being kind of their leader cannot always understand what they're thinking right right like okay i pick up a smell so you're trying to say something yeah it's, maybe it's like a charades in a way it's funny because there's a part where he's saying something and then he smells what, what they're what they're saying and he's like i bet they're talking like crap about me <laughs> I smell you. I smell you. Pick up what you're putting down. But these are, twins are the best at gathering this intel. They know how to use the system, I guess. So they're with him. I think they're like known in the rebellion, especially for right. that. And it's a specialty. It'd be kind of cool to see these characters in the show. If they could explain this in somehow, because it's already, it's weird. Yeah. They uh, they land on w- Wakako, this planet. It's, it's like, um, it looks like a Star Wars planet. Like it's kind of a desert, but there's like, uh, it's like Galaxy's Edge <laughs> in Disneyland. Yeah. It's like a market area, right? Sandy, uh, you know, a bustling market, different shaped aliens different colored aliens yeah there's um there's some stormtroopers like you know making sure everything's in order and they have to kind of like you know be undercover in this area yeah right they're they're known rebels so you know they want to stay undercover they get to the point where they have to like infiltrate and they realize there's way more stormtroopers that they expected there like these stormtroopers are like guarding this this building and with them is a bunch of um kk series droids kim kardashian (laughs) yeah and that's what kk S O is right. He's he's a imperial droid. He's a bad guy droid. Right, right. That's that's his um, prime directive. Like what his his origins are. Right for yeah. the, the the empire. So um, I was gonna call him Diego, but <laughs> Andor Cassian Andor sees this. And he's like, okay, we need a new plan, right? And then he turns around to the twins, and they're talking to each other through like their sense, right? So kind of it would just look like. <laughs> That's how they're talking. Where, where do you think the smell comes out of? Like, do you think it comes out of just their mouth or armpits, I mean, butts? Like, it's, yeah, it's it's where I think scents usually come out, like armpits, your um, jock area. Right, okay. Maybe your head. I would imagine it's like, it's all a mix of those two things is how you say a word, right? Like, sure. it's a, a full sentence. You have to smell every single thing. <laughs> how strong does it have to be that... That's how you communicate. Like you gotta smell that really fast. Yeah, and it's it's also you throw it at somebody. Like you, the smell. Yeah, like you you shout at somebody. It's gotta be hard. I don't know. Um, their plan is to like it's like infiltrate like secretly. And when they get in, what they're protecting the empire with, they're protecting inside this building, is like a retired imperial cruiser. Like yeah. those giant ships. It's the ones landed in there. What are these called? Are they called star killers or something like that. Um, they're the big gigantic ships that are models in the original yeah. movies. Those big triangle shaped things. It's just a decommission. So this one right. was actually 
um, they're saying it's like the empire effed up and it's like bought out by like a private, you know, owner. Right. So it's just like decommissioned here that someone owns. It's like a collection almost or something. Right? Yeah. So the stormtroopers are still like guarding it, but there's intel on there they're trying to get to. Yeah. So the twins have to get to it first. So while they're kind of like searching for it, it's weird because they can just kind of like, they're just touching the walls and I guess they're absorbing intel from what they smell in there. Maybe it's like a braille type thing where they can, you know, other, maybe other senses are stronger. Yeah, that's true. If right? you can't talk, maybe you could feel better. Yeah. So they're, <laughs> they're just learning just by touching this thing. And uh, Cassian is worried about all the, the stormtroopers are going to eventually find them if they're just in the middle of this big, um, you know, hangar right. where, where the, the ship is. So he has got to make a distraction, run out the side. Yeah. And, you know, the alarm starts going off and Cassian's like, guys, we got to go. They're all coming in. And they don't know that they're inside the, the cruiser, right? So Cassian has to like hide there. And then he's waiting for pretty much all the stormtroopers to like run past. Yeah. And they all pretty much do except Cassian accidentally like knocks something over and the last droid hears it and turns around it's only the droid that hears it yes you know these these things are big they're taller than a regular human lanky yeah. and uh, it turns around and is uh, word hey don't move right and Cassian is surrendering right I think his plan is to get caught by this droid. It's not really, it wasn't really like an accident. It's like, oh, you caught me. Yeah. You gotta arrest me. Here's my, here's my free hands. So this is K2, but he's still, you know, an Imperial droid. He is arresting Cassian. Cassian does like a flip over him and tries to grab him. And now it's like a struggle between the two of them. They're like fighting. It's funny. He's like behind him trying to strangle a robot, like by the neck. Yeah. Robots don't breathe. <laughs> He's not doing anything really as uh, K2SO just like pushes back and squishes Cassian against the, the wall. Mm -hmm. Cassian's like on the ground now. He's pretty much about to get like, killed by this robot. Stomped on. Yeah. Until the twins are able to like pretty much shut off Cassian or shut off K2 because his control unit's like on his back or something. Uh, yeah. And Dago's like, oh, that's where the kill switch is. Yeah. I didn't know. It's an old new model. <laughs> So he's like now while K2's off, he's like rewiring him, reprogramming him as much as he can, right? He's playing around, looking into like the memory of this robot um, as he's like, okay, that should do it and turns him on. Right. And then the first thing K2 says is like, you have erased like 30% of my memory, which means I still remember that I have to kill you, right? My number one thing is to, to take you out. So then he strangles Cassian right there. He's yeah. still uh, plumping down with his, his bracer hands. Cassian has to like pull the wires again to shut him off. So he does that. And I think him and the twins figure out a way to like fully restart him and like erase his memory. Yeah, shut him on off and on, right? <laughs> yeah. So they pretty much do that and he turns on and what they learn is like he still knows what he is, like what kind of droid he is. Right. What they say is like his base memory is still there, but he follows commands now and he's not, his like internal command to like kill the rebel is not there anymore. And so Cassian can kind of bully him around, like tell him what to do now. So he's telling them like, okay, you're going to escort us to our cruiser ship to get out of here. Mm. But you, um, if any of these stormtroopers try to attack us, you'll just take them out. Right. He says. And so now they're walking back in the streets. It's crowded. Two stormtroopers stop them. And then they, they point their gun and like, droid, where are you taking these people? And K2 is just like, I'm just escorting these rebel soldiers back to their ship. Because <laughs> he's just telling the truth, right. right? And they're like, what? And then... 
um, Cassian starts shooting and he tells K2 like uh, grab the twins and run so they run back to their ship uh, but now their ship is um, pretty much like overtaken by stormtroopers so they can't use that to escape it's funny because he's just like carrying the twins like they're babies like the K2SO is carrying them lifting them up and uh, Cassian's like okay we, we got no play here they're surrounding our ship um, but the twins, they de- defies the plan. They, 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 um, get on the ground and they talk to Cassian. They actually talk now. Like one of them is like, yeah, okay, here's the plan. Brismore is going to go and make a distraction. And, uh, he's just talking to Curtis caught talking to Cassian, like, okay, you have to take K2SO. He has the Intel in him. And it's strange that like these silent twins are finally talking now. The distraction is they blow up the ship that they're trying to escape on. Yeah. So now Cassian and K2 are like, we need like another ship, right? Um, they're running and then the stormtroopers see them. So they're chasing them. So Cassian pretty much instructs K2 to like attack the stormtroopers. And when he does, it's like he's just like tossing them around. Right. Like they're the play things like they're the toys. Like he's just smacking them around. Um, you know, he's he's got armor on him. So all of the blast shots just bounce right off his, his armor. They are able to like find another ship. Cassian's there. He's trying to like open the door. And he's like, I can't get this to open. And then K2 pretty much just like kicks the door in. He's like, I got it. Right. Easy work. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, that's all you wanted me to do. And so they're they're trying to blast off in their ship, but K2SO keeps saying like, I just want to tell you, we have about uh, 11% chance of getting out of here. <laughs> I'm still running calculations of how to uh, get us out of here. And they, uh, Andor's just yelling at him like, calculate faster. <laughs> they're able to actually take off and escape this planet, leaving the twins though. The twins are kind of just like hiding amongst the whole crowd of people. Yeah. And then Cassian then realizes like the intel that we're sent there to get the twins realize getting k2 is actually better than that intel i see it's like he is the intel he knows everything about the empire right it's in his base memory so being able to like steal an imperial droid is like better than all the intel you get from that cruiser i see the files are in the computer (laughs) (laughs) and it ends with them kind of like becoming a team cassian andor and k2so it's like what did we just become best friends (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I really like it. The the attitude and personality of K2 is just like from Rogue One, the yeah. Alan uh, Tudyk style of humor, where he pretty much is just like this dry humor. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like I'm escorting these rebellions out of here. <laughs> just tells, tells it plainly. He's a robot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also like, um, I guess it's like base thing is like murder. Like he's willing to do that. <laughs> That's what he wants to do. But he, he's on their side in a way. Um, and and the, the relationship, I, I hope this is actually far in the past like a couple years back okay from the start of rogue one so we, they have a relationship now yeah with friends you know they're the chewy and the solo right exactly that's what i want i hope we get to see this or a version of this in the show maybe a, an extended version of this how they got together um because their relationship is probably the best one in rogue one yeah i'd say that yeah because they they know each other and um i, I think cassian also doesn't he doesn't seem really as a friend he kind of just as a tool yeah I almost maybe andor the character is like that for everyone like he's kind of cutthroat yeah. about it like you know he's you seen these great characters in star wars sometimes mm-hmm. he's one of them yeah maybe the most like that like he's got good intentions but he'll do anything to 
get them done. We see that right away in the beginning of Rogue One. He kills his informant to get away. Harsh. Yeah. Um, I want to say K2 is my favorite droid in all of Star Wars. More than uh, R2-D2 or C-3PO. Yeah. I mean, how about you? Is there a droid you like better or how, how do you rank your droids? I really like BB-8. I think BB-8 is super fun. He's like a cute, he's like a pet. That's what yeah, I think of him. But it, in the same vein of R2, you don't really know what he's saying. That's uh, Yeah, that's true. But also the way other characters talk about what R2 is saying, it's kind of mm-hmm. funny. Like he's the smart one of the pair of sure. him versus C-3PO. Yeah. He's the smart one, even though he doesn't have the English accent. Do you know the little rolling droid that is like smaller than BB-8? Yeah, I forgot the name. The green one, right? Yeah, that one was pretty funny too because it, it actually spoke. Yeah. Forgot the name. The uh, what about the one in um, Fallen Order, the video game, the one that like oh he's right, like, yeah. that's the most practical droid I think because he's tiny, he can turn things on. Yeah, I think he's, he's it, like rides fun. on you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like him. He's like a Wally. What about um, the one that um, Lando was banging? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was up with that, dude? <laughs> like that's the relationship I don't want to see any more of. Right? Like I don't want to know those origins. So what happens is like she be eventually becomes the Millennium Falcon, right? Yeah, I think her body is destroyed or whatever. So they just upload her mind to the Millennium Falcon. And that's a cool nod because in the first movie when uh, 3CPO tries to talk to Millennium Falcon, it's like, oh, this is like, it has like a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's that's her personality. Uh, yeah. Green of Tarth. <laughs> um, is that who played her? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I think Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And also, um, freaking um, Lando. Yeah. He was never trying to get with Princess Leia in the first week. He was trying to get with the ship the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so uh, Han had more things to worry about. You know um, how R2-D2, like his rod would stick out to connect to the computer and like start turning? Yeah. Who do you think installed that input? <laughs> <laughs> Anakin? <laughs> Um, there's also the the like bounty hunter droid from Mandalorian that was um yeah what's his name I forget it's, it's J five I don't know J five um so, yeah it's like something it was like a number right it's like T one hundred or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was Taika Waititi's character yeah that's true that's true um there's um what's the one in Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know it's not a droid, but I love Babu Frick. <laughs> Babu Frick, yeah, he's a fun character. I think, he, is he returning? I think he's going to be in this. Oh, and really? Maybe I just imagined that, and maybe I just saw another small alien. You but love I think the aliens. In, yeah, they're the fun thing. Like, oh, it's, an, it's another... I love the droids. Alien you get experience. <laughs> Do you want a droid movie? Yeah. if I, I want to say, like, um, Taika Waititi's movie might be just, like, a droid movie. That'd be great. Okay, okay. So what's the vibe of it? Is it going to be, like, a scene C-3PO and RTD? to on their side trails i don't want them but i want other droids and how they are are in i don't know how they're used by the empire and the rebellion yeah they're so like useful in the different things they do they're like the dinosaurs and flintstones yeah. they're just everywhere and just <laughs> right you know what i mean remember the droids from like um the prequels that like fix the pod racers yeah yeah during <laughs> the mandalorian also yeah right right those things um and then there's droids that fight in the army right sure <laughs> there's yeah a, there's a whole there could be a story there roger Roger. I think they're all. <laughs> there's probably an episode following them in the Clone Wars. Oh, for TV sure, yeah. show, right? There's they're prominent in it. I think heavily in that. So there's all, those there's, droids that turn into balls and they roll. Yeah, those are like these are almost too badass for Star Wars. That's <laughs> yeah. how I always felt. You know? Yeah. Like that. Those are cool scenes. It's like before droids are used for war. Now they're used for like butlers. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they're good for. 
But it was like the bad BB-8. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, <black one. laughs> the one that's got a different paint. Yeah. Sure, sure. But I, I don't know. A, a, maybe a TV show could work better. Like a cute okay, little yeah. one. Maybe animated something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for the show. I hope they do expand on this comic book. Maybe uh, employ some parts of it. But seeing how Cassian gets to befriend K2 is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, like what's the buildup of him and um, um, the... Who's the guy that's that is like his boss? I forget that. Bukulit, that guy. Oh. the Yeah. Yeah. I forgot his name. Forrest Whitaker's character. Forrest Whitaker. Character, yeah, that character. How, how did they did they meet up in this or Sal Guerrero? Sal, yeah, okay, okay. So, like, what what does war? <laughs> That's what he says in the trailer. But I like what does Andor do that gets uh, Sal Guerrero's attention? Where he's like, okay, yeah. this is the soldier we need, mm-hmm. not the one we want. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't wait for the show. Hope you guys like the book. Um, if you want to check it out, it's only one issue, super yeah, short, really shot. easy read, but um, pretty interesting. That is. Cassian and Andor annual number one, which I think there's only one of them. Yeah, yeah. A little tidbit there if you're interested. All right. Want to get side stories? Let's do it. Over the weekend, I popped on a new show on Netflix that just caught my interest a bit. It's this show called Mo. Uh, have you okay. seen anything of it? Uh, on uh, the news I've seen like the trailers and I know that actor from another show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's following the story of this guy named Mo Amir. Mm-hmm. And it's I think it's a, like a loosely based on his real life. Okay. It's the guy from Rami, right? His it's, friend in Rami. Right. His friend in Rami. Yeah. The, the guy like owns like a, in that show, he owns like a, like a restaurant and he's just like the friend of like yeah. the trio friends right one of them i think he's pretty funny in the show he's a pretty dang funny guy i think he's a stand-up comedian in real life too okay um i saw that was on netflix also he had a special out but also this show is also produced with him and rami like the actual guy like they're a pairing oh. producing the show or like co-creators or whatever oh, this was on netflix it's on netflix yeah um it's kind of honestly very similar in like uh the kind uh, of vibe of show as far as they're like I was both, ask. both muslim americans mm-hmm. and they're kind of dealing with being second generation in america right kind of the same thing they're the same age kind of thing um, is it the same show? <laughs> I'd say it, it, it's very similar, but a lot of different things. They kind of just shifted in a way to make it a new experience. It's He's not Egyptian. He's Palestinian. Okay. He, he's kind of dealing with other problems where in like Rami, it's more all, all about religion. Like yeah. his whole thing is guilty about that. This one is more just about the family, right? Okay. Kind of. And you get that in Rami too, but this one, it's like extra because he's a Palestinian who is like what, like in his 30s now, but he's still seeking asylum like he's a refugee mm. and so him and his family they're all just trying to like figure out to find lawyers to get him to uh finally get asylum and be a citizen right okay it's, but i think it's actually funnier than rami oh really it's more jokes per minute i think mm. i was a big fan of the show rami so maybe yeah. i'll check this out i think you really enjoy it i think you'll like the vibe of it there's some references to his, his muslim religion and um, things like that but i think it's more about like his culture i think and how palestinians like they, there's honestly a lot of jokes about like Israel and Palestine. Like they kind of reference that and use it in a way. It's not too harsh or anything. It's kind of funny the way they do it. Um, but you know, references to culture, like the thing about like everything has olive oil in it. Like it's olive oil is like a big thing. Like uh, that that he has like a olive oil bottle he carries with him all everywhere. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of funny. Um, but also like the culture things because it's actually takes place in Texas. Oh really? Yeah. So it's like he's. 
uh, born in Palestine or whatever, but he's kind of so American because he's lived in Texas for decades already. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of like a, a hip hop head and all that. So it's like, you know, American really, right? Right. Um, but he's like stressing out the whole time about trying to figure out how to get his family asylum in Houston, Texas, right? And there's, uh, you know, references to uh, like Texas culture too. Like there's uh, guest stars of Texas rappers like Bun B is in it. And, really? And uh, Paul Wall, baby. Oh, so, now you got to watch it. So that's kind of fun. And um, you know, they're, like modern day Texas stuff like Lean is referenced in the show. <laughs> so there's like, you know, there's there's like stuff that's this modern day stuff that's that he's had got to deal with over there too. Him being undocumented, you know, he can't really get hold down a job. So he's trying to get all these odd jobs to figure out how to make way for his family. His girlfriend's not Palestinian or not Muslim. She's Mexican. <laughs> So there's like culture differences there where he can speak English, Palestinian, and uh, Spanish. <laughs> so it's like, you know, he's an interesting guy. He, like everyone likes him as his character, but he's got to make his own way. And it's kind of hard for him given the situation for him, right? But everyone kind of likes him. He's this cool guy, kind of, you know, big jolly guy, but he's got to work a, a lot of different jo- jobs to make his way. You you finished the season? Yeah, I kind of binged it yesterday. <laughs> how uh, how many episodes is that? It's like eight episodes. Okay, so it's totally doable. Just they're hour longs. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I kind of just left it on the background, chuckles here and there. It's a really mm-hmm. funny show. I'd say it's less serious than Rami, but it's a pretty uh, similar kind of vibe. Yeah, Rami's season three is coming out, which I've been waiting for a long time. Yeah. Coming to the end of the month. Maybe I'll watch this before that. I think so. Maybe it's, it's you could think of it as a spinoff in a way. Yeah. It's kind of the same vibe, but I'm mixing with this uh, Texas culture thing, <laughs> okay. you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of easy to compare the two. I'd recommend it. I I kind of want to check out his stand up, his special, see if it's any good. Yeah, I plopped it on, but I was I kind of jumped off right after. It was funny, like it starts off with The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like really talking, The Rock. Yeah, talking to the crowd, but a lot like I did in video, like talking to the crowd, like, hey, welcome what? this guy, Mo Mir, to the stage. How does he know him? I think they did a movie together. Oh, wow. So okay. I was like, okay, well, he's got some friends in Hollywood. That's interesting. I, I, I want to check that out. I saw like a trailer for it. It looked kind of funny. Yeah. I, I bet they're like, you know, Hollywood friends that are have each other's backs and they're like, okay, let's yeah. both each have a show. <laughs> does the Rami guy appear in this show? No, not yet. Not, not as actor or anything, but I think maybe they're writing partners, you know, buddies or whatever. Yeah. That's what i'm i'm just writing a story about them in my head but i think that's what they are <laughs> okay yeah i'm interested I'll, I'll definitely check that out yeah yeah i think you'll like it it's uh there's some episodes where they focus on the other characters of the show like his family mm-hmm. like that and rami like his brother has is on the spectrum so there's other things there you follow him that's uh, interesting. yeah a lot of different things yeah the thing i was watching was also on netflix what what is it this time uh don't touch the floor or whatever um floor is lava floor is lava yeah I, I should catch up on that i wonder how that ends <laughs> Um, there's a docu-series about sports called Untold. Yeah. And they'll have like these episodes, um, maybe like one or two each that are, um, its own story. So it's not like one long story. It's an anthology. Yeah. It's an anthology. And the one I checked out recently and it was really good was the one about Manti Teo. Yeah. Right. Right. I've, I've heard the name before. I didn't know his basic story. Yeah. It was the big news story when it first happened. Yeah. So what, what happened exactly? He plays football. So he plays, he was in college football, a great player for 
from Notre Dame. Okay. Fighting at, Irish. At the time, he had a, a girlfriend online. Okay. That he never met uh, in person or even talked to on like FaceTime or video chat. Did they have video chat back then? They did. They had FaceTime back then. Real? Okay. Um, I think most people know the story. Mm-hmm. Turns out this girl was not a real person. It's a fake name. And it was a guy pretending to be a woman. And um, that, that is commonplace now, I guess, in a world with uh, online dating. It's straight up catfishing. It's the catfishing. But it went to the extreme where it became like global news that um, it was possibly a hoax that he was in on, M- Manti. Okay, this aspect, I didn't know when the story yeah. first came out. I just thought like, oh, he got fooled. Because no it. one really knew what catfishing was until this story. So they were thinking like, uh, obviously, he's not dumb enough to yeah. fall for it. Who would fall for this? Being in love with a person you've never met sure. outside of a computer. So like, they people would think back then like, that's impossible. He had to be part of this hoax. Because he benefited from, from this drama that um, everyone kind of paid more attention to him, which gave him uh, better chances at winning the Heisman Award, which is like, you're the best college player when you win that, is what they say. It's like the Oscars or something? Yeah. The Oscars of college football. Yeah, okay. Now I'm putting in references I get. Yeah. Okay. Uh, best lead footballer. <laughs> best actor in the NFL. <laughs> But um, he was not in on the hoax. He was the victim of it. So he says. I mean, the, I believe him. He's in yeah. the docu, docu-series. Um, it's a two-parter, so there's two episodes in this. The first part is how it was all set up, like how he met this person or not met this person. Online met. Online. Virtually. Who this person really was. Uh, we see that. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty obvious is what yeah. you're saying. Um, and then, and then this person that's doing this hoax on him wants to end it, right? And, and the hoax, uh, yeah, yeah, because they're gonna eventually get caught, right? So you can't just say like bye forever or just disappear. Because then they'll keep looking, right? So what this person does was pretty much fake the death of a fake person. Huh? Says there's a car crash, gets on the phone as themselves pretending to be the brother of this woman. Okay. Saying like, she was in a car crash. Uh, I think that the plan was she would die there. Yeah. The storyline of this The, the storyline that this person pl- planned. Yeah. But um, put the phone, was saying like, I'm going to put the phone next to her so you can say goodbye. Oh, wow. And then he was saying goodbye to what he was at the time thinking this is the love of my life yeah it's just a, a high school fling really uh, a well, college college fling, fling. yeah this is an adult <laughs> uh i think they were together for like three years uh, online online yeah uh and then he's pretty much saying goodbye to her right over the phone Jeez. and the person who's doing this i feel like they're so wrapped up in this mess already enthralled they just couldn't do it. They, you know, when your love makes you do stupid things, like fake, fake your death, a person. Yeah, they couldn't commit to it. Oh wow! And she pulled through. Oh, <laughs> jeez! Wouldn't you know it? It's a miracle. Uh, but um, what she also said was like because she was in the hospital, they found out she had leukemia. Oh, what the hell! She made this fake person have cancer now. So I think that she could have an exit strategy. Eventually? Yeah. Um, Gee, wow. The so, machinations, like the yeah. plotting. This guy thinks his voice saved this person's life. By him talking to her on the phone every day while she's in a coma, she came back out of the out of the coma. Huh? This is what Manti thought? Yeah. His football skills oozed through the phone and saved her life. She was it's saved the- by every interception he caught. <laughs> Brought her closer to life. <laughs> That's what he believed. He blocked that cancer out of there. Come on. All right. 
Uh, he's the greatest football defender oh <laughs> that he can defend against the coma. Manta. Okay. But anyway, this this uh, other person who's um I forget the name like Rana. Oh, the name was Rania. This guy. Okay. The the person that was pretending that, that to was be faking it. The guy's name was Rania, pretending to be um Lene. Okay. And the, yeah, Manta is like Hawaiian, right? So he, yeah, he's thinking like these are Hawaiian names. Yeah, Polynesian names. A Polynesian, sure. Um, but um, yeah, he thinks great. She's alive again, right? Uh. So they, they kind of stay together for a couple more years or whatever. He continues college. He goes to his senior year. And his real-life grandmother, who he has met. Uh, over passes, the phone? <laughs> passes away. Okay. Right, she's sick. So his real-life grandmother passes away. At that same day, I don't know why he um, Renai decides to do this, but like he's already feeling bad. Let me just end it now with Lene and say that she's also dead on the same day. What? Okay. He's like, he's already depressed Enough. that his grandmother died. Let me just say that the girlfriend also died. Killed two birds with one stone. Okay. So she says that. And now uh, everyone thinks like he just lost his grandmother and his girlfriend on the same day. That's what he's telling everybody because that's yeah. what in his head happened. Yeah. That's okay. what he believes. Half of it is true. I'd say like more than half of it is a lie actually. <laughs> well, his grandmother really passes yeah, away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he then proceeds to like play the greatest season of football. Really? <laughs> yeah. He dedicates a season to his girlfriend and grandmother and it is like an exceptional season. Like better than any of his previous years. Okay. Yeah. It's a senior year. Right? Yeah. He's got to go all out. He's killing it, right? Yeah. Later, uh, he, he even talks to like Renaya pretending to be like the brother and then also pretending to be like the sister because he can change the voice. He like can make his voice sound like a female's voice. Like basically like a voice actor. Can yeah. He's got the skills. Yeah. He is so like, he has killed off this girlfriend character, but he can't give up talking to Manti, right? What? Okay. So he has to pretend like, I am the brother and let's console each other. I am the oh, sister. Really? Let's console each other, right? Wow. So it's like the whole family's on the phone. Pretty much, yeah. He he would get calls from different relatives just to like check up on each other, but it's him the whole time. Jeez, okay. Uh, and then eventually, I don't know what this Renaya person was thinking, but like, he pretty much says like, it's me, I'm still alive. <laughs> what, pretending it, to be the girlfriend oh okay okay he he like reveals it that that was the girlfriend was fake no oh she's saying that like I'm actually the girlfriend pretending to be my relatives no he's saying hey it's me the girlfriend that died I'm alive still which then Manti was like what? okay what and then hangs up and then it keeps calling and it sounds like the real girlfriend that he was in love with, right? Sure. And now he's believing like she's alive, but he can't tell anybody because this Renaya person made up the fake, told him like the death was fake because they're in trouble with like bad people or something. What? Yeah. It's a dumb lie Dang. that people will believe if you're in love. Well, who, who are they in trouble with? Fake, other fake people. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> made a, this person made like an entire network of fake social media profiles so that if Manti were to like snoop, it all went to Renaya and Renaya would like, you know, counter that. Like a backup plan. Like there's these people exist. They're talking. Yeah. Like he, he so went, he's, like, getting, like, he's getting corroboration by making these other yeah. characters. Like Manti contacted an ex-boyfriend, supposedly an ex-boyfriend of Lene, which was a fake profile that Renaya was running. He's like, hey, I just want to make sure, I'm just checking, I'm um, talking to this girl, if you know her. And then the fake boyfriend, who was named like Lyle or something, <laughs> okay. was like, 
Oh yeah, I used to date her. Sure, yeah, yeah. real, totally. Yeah, so he's like, okay, she's real. Oh That's man, what, man like, Did you hear? She has a brother, and also <laughs> they're in trouble. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, the story gets caught by uh, reporters eventually that things don't match up, and then the world thinks Manti is in on the on the hoax. They, okay, they think that he is part of it, just because he so corroborated much. it. That how could anybody be this dumb? It seems like a lot of effort has gone into it. Yeah. Like this is some Dr. Doom type. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, this is years ago. He goes to NFL, has not a great career. Uh, I don't even know if he's still in the NFL, but. He could still be? um, Could be a backup. I don't know. Uh But uh, yeah, this whole thing pretty much ruined his, that part of his life, which should have been like the greatest time of his life entering the NFL. Man. The the whole nation like turned on him. So they because they were they thought he was in on it. Like this was like yeah. it's obvious it was all a ploy by him to to what to just win a trophy because he he's obviously gonna go to the NFL right or no? I mean, there's a big difference between like where you get picked in the NFL. If you're first draft, your pay is drastically higher than like second round or something. Oh, like that. so you think like him like getting this Heisman like if this was all true like it was all his scheme he would get the Heisman and that would probably get him to farther up in the draft and yeah. make more money eventually. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how these things work. I'm yeah. just like, like, he's going to go to the NFL. Who cares? Like, No, there's no guarantee that he's going to the NFL. Really? He's, I, I thought with the skills, it was guaranteed. Okay. Well, I mean, whatever. Well, I mean, it definitely got more attention on him. Okay. Okay. And that's a big deal. Yeah. Teams looked at him. Right. Right. Um, so overnight when this report was revealed, it was like, wow, this guy's like a hero, did it for his family kind of thing. So like this guy is a fake. He fooled all of us, and and none of that is true. Like he's not a fake. He was the victim. Sure. All right. <laughs> Years. <laughs> okay. So you believe this? All right. And then you know the person that did do this did do the hoax. Yeah. You know they're. Yeah, they messed up, but they're also like, their life is ruined now, too. Do you think they could sue for this much of a thing? Like, Manti could sue the person that made all the catfishing? Is that, you think that's a type, typical case now that happens? Catfishing happens every day now. Right. It probably I, happened every day back then, just no one knew it. Actually, I knew people that were getting catfished. Oh, really? For real? No, I didn't know them like a friendship thing. I just knew them by acquaintance. That they, they've said they've been catfished before? or There's this guy that, that was, a, I used to work at a, like a mailroom, and there's a delivery guy that was our regular delivery guy and he told me one day he was like I'm talking to this girl from the Philippines and uh, we're in like a long distance relationship sometimes she needs money I send her money oh alright and I was like okay sorry guy <laughs> you're wasting your money I and see. then he he even showed me a picture and I was like that's not a person in the Philippines <laughs> really yeah. was it a white person <laughs> well I'm just I can tell yeah. I can tell the difference I, I know what you're saying I, I was thinking like Oh, it's, it's um, that happens all the time where they why you could find a wife in a different country, but if it's literally they're asking for money, then it's something different. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> but, yeah, so I mean, this is how the world learned about catfishing is through this guy's in the movie. Like yeah. this was in it like the same time like the movie came out, and this... yeah, it was like months after the movie came out. Yeah, and the movie wasn't like a big blockbuster movie, so. Just because the movie came out doesn't mean the world knew what catfishing was. This is how the world knew what catfishing was. And I bet it gave people ideas. Like, oh, yeah, I could uh, bag a uh, football star. <laughs> okay. At the end of the day, like, he's a good guy, I think. he He's not a good player anymore. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs>
um, it was a good uh, document document. What do you call it? Docu- documentary. Documentary. I was like document because you're trying to say docu series or whatever. Yeah. But in all, the series Untold has a couple of other stories that are pretty good too. Like there's one where it's a like college basketball guy that was betting on his games. Was it a? Oh yeah, you yeah. That one. I was it like that one. he's trying to get a point when he, he already knows he lost the game? Yeah, because the spread was like uh, three points. Okay. And they were losing by four, so he right, right, right. He ran down the court to make a three pointer, knowing even if he made this three pointer, they're gonna lose the game. And he's trying his hardest. He's trying his hardest. So that's how he got caught because there was like. Why are they trying so hard to make this three, even though if he made it, they, they would still lose the game. And they're like, they followed up on it and they followed um, the other previous games and they realized he's betting on his own games. Yeah. Okay. Which meaning he's controlling the the score. Whether like, that's like trying harder or yeah. um, trying less. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not illegal. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Isn't there one like where less like the basketball players are finding the audience members? Yes. That's the Malice in the Palace. Malice in the Palace. Yeah. Meta World Peace. <laughs> that, yeah, that's his name. He's, does he have to change his name now that Facebook is Meta or? No, he did it first. His trademark. Right, right. He could sue them. Yeah. It's World Peace by Meta. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> trademark. Okay. Well, maybe I'll watch those. I kind of like sports stories, behind the scenes things. It's kind of uh-huh. fun, like 30 for 30s. But when no one's telling me the story while they're just playing the games, like it's boring. Oh, you put <laughs> you, the ball you, in the hoop. You need, you need to know the backstories. Right. I have, to, I, have to, <laughs> I have to read the prequels or whatever, you know, give me those. All right. You got to watch ESPN. That's where all the backstories. Oh, hell no. Stuff That's is. so boring. <laughs> just people barking at each other. You, that's how you learn the backstories and the drama. Too much to decipher. You know um, that Korean show you like where they all live in a house, but then there's a group of people that just watch them? That's your favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN is like that group of people that just watch them. Okay. Okay. You're putting in a reference that I understand now. <laughs> terrorist house? Is that what it's called? All right. Yeah. Terrorist house. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you for listening. We'll be back on Monday with another recap of the next episode of She-Hulk. And then back again on next Wednesday with a regular podcast. So you won't want to miss it. Please subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast in all your major uh, podcast platforms. You might want to chit. You might want to chat with us on all our social medias. We're on Instagram, on Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast, where you can talk about uh, what, maybe, what, what are you guys reading or watching uh, and entertainment you guys taking in this week, too. Guys, thank you for listening. Daniel, do you want to hit with the outro? If you like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. See you later, guys. Error.